Well, 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 hello everyone. E.K. The Writing Elk here again with yet another episode of the story, the backsliding story. Come gather around, my children. Join in as we try to dish out some food for your thoughts and water for your mind. Or maybe just a little something for you to stick around right there where you already are and continue to walk with the blind like some folks have been known to be doing, like, like all of the times. Or maybe, maybe we could tickle your funny bone so that you can laugh until you pop out from behind, yeah? Yeah, man, maybe we could do that one. As for me, I've got a little something to say to you and me, yes, to us as a people. And you had better listen up, yes, man. I intend to come and find you where you are and bring you into the conversation, kicking and screaming if needs be. Yes, yes man, well, why not avoid that hassle? Why not make it a habit to hop on over to Inky I Talk, Storytellers Podcast, and check it out. You'll see. Backsliding is a detailed account of how he one very churched person, some even say overchurched. How this one very overchurched person was to get himself kicked out of the black Christian church. And for what? Bring your best here and come. Come join us for yet another episode of the story. A story called Backsliding. Chicken soup from heaven for what ails the people. But first... Here's a message from our sponsor. Looking for a great gift idea or simply enjoying a fun read? Look no further because the author who gave you the book How to Train a Wild Puppy Dog Named Manly is back. Remember Eli Kelly? He is back with the Shirt Depot, a grown-up story to go. It's the perfect story for the grown-ups in your circle. It's a great read for him or her, especially if they have a hearty sense of humor. Deliver it daily over lunch like biscuits to crunch. He will want to pay you back for loving him so much. Give it to her like you should. Show her you're that good. Get that copy of the Shirt Depot, Story to Go, the new tale for grown-ups. Available on Amazon Kindle. For more information, log on to inkyitalk.com. It's the Shirt Depot, a story to go and more. Go get it now. No. Here is today's episode. Today we continue with another episode from where we left off last time. Today's episode is chapter 8C and it goes something like this. So, the elk went back home to his parent then he also went back to school and went on to do fairly well, at least as the standards of measurement for those times and places and the rules to sell. Like many others before him though, it so happened that Elk would eventually join the growing list of immigrants to go. Soon he too would have been gone, so for sure, as you all do know, Wherever in the world they should happen to go, 
their church is going to have to pack up and follow. Elk was no different in this regard. He too was there carrying it in on his head and shoulders out of the yard, dragging along the whole mission too and the folders to get them across the barbs. But as for you, no more, he had said eventually. No more will I venture to cast my pearl at the feet of swines first. While the real family suffers from lack and thirst, and while growing to hate and name calling me, as it is now showing for all to see, how quickly the adapted ones have forgotten and turn on to doing just that. He knew how it would go. Helk had seen it before. You will be turning to be giving him the evil eyes when he prays. Even when his prayers are supposed to be directed towards you and for your blessings, as it says, your eyes won't be close along with his like he doesn't ask you to do. But you already know that you are too, or do you? You will be watching him though, giving him the evil eyes like so. Same like he did while you were there praying, telling them lies. Sorry, I meant to say, when you were praying for him and the rest of the family size, way back then, because they would have much rather it if you had blessed them, blessed all of them, the real family, in some real and tangible ways and terms to handle when you could have addressed them. But you would have diverted the blessing to your adopted fake families and the haves, bypassing them, the real ones, those whom you had sworn that they were the reason why you were migrating to go look for a better life for yourself, for them and Gracelyn. Yeah, we saw it. We heard it too. We all did. We have all seen it before. How quickly do we forget though, but as for you, yes, yes, you there, you wouldn't even know these things, would you, my dear? Because hear this, and that is if, if you will know here, will you? You were so busy there praying with your eyes closed and your head down, hanging low, like they had taught you to do long, long ago. So much so that you have been doing everything like that ever since. Not just praying, but every other thing that you happen to do or not do. You do them all in the self-same way. Speaking of praying, how well do you pray? How much do you believe in those prayers which you have prayed? How much do you believe that God hears you when you pray? Who is the God that you are praying to, anyway? How able is she? Why is it that you only seem to be able to pray for those petty things from me and give her thanks for those same petty things? And if and when you perceive that something, be it the great one or a small offering, might have happened in your favor at all, you would pray again and call all day even, giving thanks to her, even though in reality she might have had little or no part in the game. Is this all that she is able to do for you in the name? Such a shame. 
Or is that a reflection of your own thinking capacity to blame? If so, why then should I follow you to go and your kinds too? When it is obvious that we are not in the same place, nor are we going in the same direction in this race. But wait a minute, what is this thing I now see? The robots are coming, I'm a warning you pee. So, while you were there praying with your eyes closed, a number of things were happening under your nose, which leaves you just not of being dead. For the time being, my bread, I'd supposed and said this to your toes. You are still there praying though, if one can even call what you are doing praying for. Like, really? And things are still going on around you, none of which is in your favor. But you don't see a problem. You don't never did see nothing at all. I mean, you never could see anything at all because you love God and God is this and God is that. Your God is going to do that and this. So there is no need for you to do anything but to is. Nothing other than for doing nothing and PPP praying and asking for money all day long in from folks with the least of it, if any, to pay him. Any at all to give to you or them, they, or anyone else, I'd say. But what do you do? Ask, for it shall be given, yea. Then you tell them that they should not do anything, nothing that might in the remotest of sense get them in a position where they can even give a little bit more, like 10 cents, or have a little bit more because to do so is sinful and worldlier than before and not of God. But wait on the Lord, you say, to your followers and believers that day. But you did not tell them what exactly to wait for in order to please her or what to do in preparation to receive it while they are there waiting and the knees slip, nor what to look for while they wait so that they may know what it is and know when it comes, like to their gate, the thing that they are waiting for and praying for, which they don't know what it is and won't know that it has come when it comes. Could it be that you yourself don't know what to tell them other than to wait while you are sitting there benefiting from the meager little that they have on the plate which they would have gotten from the other man and the date from the governments not their dad nor from the other men who are glad while they wait there and die slowly but what the hell do I know Lee? That's it for today, my friends. Thank you for lending me your ear chime again. Come join us next time when we shall bring you yet another episode of this story, the backsliding story. Until then, remember this. Don't ever hug a black brother. You already know that this is wrong. Who said so? Twas the man. Don't forget to trust and obey him, yes, that man, always and fully, yes, trust him, 
But don't you ever say those silly things to a black brother either. Things like, brother I love you. That's the wrongest of thing that you could ever do. Now, go to church and go pray for the remission of your sins or else. Or else what? You most definitely won't be going, you know, to that place. What's it called again? Even I think, or some such other fabulous thing. No, no, not to drink. Just saying. Do remember though, remember to like this page, share it too, subscribe and follow us on the Inky I Talk podcast. Follow us on your podcast app such as Spotify or whatever application you are listening to us on. Something is always going on here on Inky I Talk where it's inky, it's sticky, can sometimes get pretty sticky, but until next time, I remain your very best of friend, E.K., the writing help, and I am out. Just here writing love letters to my beloved black brothers. I thank you. Go ahead, browse through the pads and the inky vine for much more great contents all the time. The relevant links to those we featured are in the description below. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button below and show the vine some love. I thank you.